0: hey guys uh I know normally this is where uh the theme song starts, and then we get into the interview, but uh, I just wanted to take a moment and address something that happened the other day in the Kansas City comedy community uh angela starr uh one of the newer faces in the scene uh passed away, and it was a shock it was s- super unexpected um and it rocked a lot of people in the scene. Uh, a lot of her friends were either newer comics or comics that had been around. And she was... I, I'm I'm not going to lie. I didn't know her that well. I had seen her and I talked with her and she was very, very sweet. Uh, and I did consider her a friend. Um, but I know that there's a lot... I know there are a lot more people that knew her better than I did that are hurting a lot more right now. Um, and uh, they uh, they did start a GoFundMe for her funeral because I know when something like this happens, um, the funeral costs can kind of outweigh the mourning process. Um, and the last time I checked, they're like a third of the way there, which is good, but what I essentially what I'm asking is if I know the pandemic has been hard, but if you guys have like a dollar, $5, $10, I know if my family was in this situation, I would, I wouldn't want them to have to face this on their own and uh, be struggling to pay for and be struggling to pay for my funeral. So I, like I said, I know times are hard. Money is tight, but if you have any extra cash, to send, to send them their way or even a prayer. Um, the link is going to be in my Instagram and it's going to be underneath, uh, the podcast link in the comments. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. I know they would too. Um, yeah. And just keep our friends and family in your prayers, your thoughts, whatever you believe in. Um, I know starting, i have no, starting this out on a set on a lower note isn't the best way to isn't the best way to do these things, but it's been on my mind. Uh and I've been trying to figure out the best way to help uh and help out the family, and this seems like the best way. Um not trying to be a problem or anything for anyone, I just want to be able to help. Um But uh, I'm gonna get you guys over to the interview with Jeff. It was a great time. Um thank you guys for tuning in and being a part of this. Uh, I love you all. And if you ever need anything, uh, whether I've talked to you once or if you're part of my wedding party, uh, you can always text me, Facebook message me, uh, in- Instagram me, I guess, tweet me, DM me, send a raven, whatever. Uh, and I will do my, I will try to be there for you. Again, I love you guys. Enjoy the interview with Jeff. Bye. Uh, I don't remember if it's a 7+. plus. I anyway, actually... it's mine, but you can have it. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of You Have a Lot of Options. Wow. Uh... <laughs> here we go.
1: <laughs> I had a lot of options of what to do today, Lynn. A lot. And I'm here. So I hope uh I hope it'll I hope it works out for you, is all I'm saying.
0: I hope this is working out for you. Uh I appreciate you being here, Mr. Jeff Nelson, Denver based comic. <laughs> That's right,
1: Denver based
0: yeah <laughs> Denver based. Now you were you are the second person uh to that was recommended by someone on the show to actually come on the show. What? Dustin Slintz recommended that I interview you. For what reason? Uh, at the end of each episode, which if you had listened to an episode, you would know this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that I, At the end of each episode, I always ask somebody to uh, recommend someone that if they were on the show, they would listen to them. And oh, Dustin rec- And Dustin recommended you. Oh,
1: we got one listener then. Yeah. At yeah. least. For sure.
0: At least.
1: Dustin What's up, Dustin? (laughs) Doing a show tomorrow. It's going to be fun. It's going to be hot. Doing it for that that South of Olathe crowd.
0: In between
1: between the burbs and rural America is wherever we're performing tomorrow. The Spring Hill crowd. Absolutely. I'm going to rock their world. Dustin
0: asked me to pick out a walk-up song, and it's just a lot. Uh, how many, how many Jan Jackson songs have you narrowed down between?
1: Dude, I would love, I, you know, that's not a bad idea. I have, uh, Mariah Carey fantasy tentatively in mind because I want the audience to be like, is this dude gay? (laughs) And, uh, and I just want to put them through that before I even, (laughs) you know, not that they should care, but I'm just saying we're talking Spring Hill. You know what I mean? (laughs) want to press that button
0: putting putting people through you is the best way i would describe like experience. what hanging out <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah let's get it in baby let's get it in we're starting good i like this couch setup this is um intimate all right usually i have a microphone to hide behind
0: yeah. Now I'm not and
1: I'm not I'm not saying like that's a bad thing. I'm just saying I have nothing. You you have naked me. This is like Larry King
0: live. Uh very much. Uh it, except instead of like a old Hasidic Jew, it's me. Yeah, a young Hasidic Jew. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. I'm not.
1: Well, hey man.
0: I look like the propaganda people would like hand out.
1: You know, you got enough curly hair, I think that Look at my... It's pretty straight. My hair? Straight. Yeah. Yeah, I would make a better... You, you look like the other
0: side of it. Which is... What? The other side of what? The other side of the... Problem in the 40s. Of like, too many... Uh, <laughs> you look like the... Nationalist. Oh, man. Ah. I know. I had a nickel for every time I
1: got... <laughs> I had to dodge somebody's punch because they thought I was a Nazi. I'm like, dude, dude, turn your phone off. I'm like, I'm just getting apples at the grocery store. Like, I I have nothing to do with this shit. Please don't punch me. Yeah. I will not be your Richard Spencer today.
0: All right? Because that's not me. How many times have you gotten called a white nationalist in the past couple of years? Because those have... have (laughs) No one's ever called me that
1: seriously. Like thank God Jesus Christ. Uh but yes, I've the, the comb over haircut, it does lend itself to these uh these uh these little jabs. Um which is I'm not I don't mean to call your jabs little, Lynn. Alright? Or anyone else out there. But yeah, um it comes up every now and then. I've put it into my material as a preliminary counterpunch.
0: This is a dumb question, but do you write? I mean that because, like, when you're on stage, oh, there is like a persona. Your persona is very much. <laughs> yeah, I write.
1: I write a lot. Not a lot, <laughs> actually. <laughs> no, I don't write a lot, but I do write. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the stuff you need. When whenever the uh, the um, <clears throat> when whenever going off the rails goes off the rails. You know what I'm saying. You need your material, but yes, I write not I, as much as I should. But I no one write. writes as much as they should. This is true. At
0: least local comedians. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: um. Yeah. No, we're not all. There's no Seinfelds around here. I don't mean by stature, but I, like I hate. I don't like writing, at all. <laughs> it gets fun once you get into it. It has like that same puzzle solving aspect mm-hmm. that i sometimes find when i make music but um yeah man everything except for being on stage and having a good time everything else about comedy i'm really not a fan of dude <laughs> and, it, and it hurts it hurts me like uh it's not good for me i need to figure out how to learn to
0: love the process
1: yeah, I don't really like it. I, it's something I have to force myself to do.
0: I, I like writing. I don't do it nearly as much as I should. It's more of like I'll have like a thought. Like I had thought the other day that was like I yeah. Don't, like if I would, like I'm, I'm not hot enough to be a serial killer. Sure. Like well, I have. Like, <laughs> like I have to be normal.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Cause you know. Wasn't it... Was it Bundy? He was still getting letters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're just like, dude, people are good. There's not going to be a letter for you. (laughs) Yeah, you're not hot enough to kill people, Lynn. I'm sorry. I know. It takes a... It takes a... I mean, dude. It takes a lot to be able to get away with
0: that, though, if that makes you feel better. It takes a lot to get away with being hot and a murderer.
1: I'm just saying, you have to be really hot to be... (laughs) Or really something to get away with being a murderer. Dude, like, so... Yeah, man. This reminds me of when OJ got acquitted. And then he moved to Miami. And, bro, I saw clips of OJ Simpson with all kinds of girls. And just... The fact that he was probably
0: a double murderer didn't deter them at all. I wonder, like... Were the girls the exact opposite? You know, like, when you break up with a woman, like, and sometimes... you date the...
1: Op, yeah. Yeah. Like, what? It, <laughs> uh, I don't know if they were the exact opposite of the girl he murdered, but... Uh, <laughs> Jesus is just like, you know what? Yeah, my ex, I... I can't do that again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Uh, they were just your fucking. I don't know, man. You're very, you're, you're stereotypical Miami your fucking mur- <laughs> party hot beach chick or whatever. You murder man. sluts. You're mur yeah. You're murder <laughs> sluts. They were all over them. Um. That's not shaming anyone for being a murder slut. They're yeah, just you know, calling them what they I, are. I, yeah, you know what? I actually this might be a time where I'm. I'm. I try to. The older I get my empathy and understanding grows with each each passing year. So I judge less. But I might have to judge murder sluts, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I would be so pissed, and like, this might sound entitled, where if I were to like, if I was at a club, if I was at a club, and I saw, you know, and I tried to shoot my shot with a girl, and be like, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, whatever, and you do the thing. Mm And she said, "Eh, you know, I'm not interested, which is fine. That's fine. Totally fine, obviously. But what would make me mad is if, like, an hour later, I saw her lap dancing O.J. Simpson. You know what I'm saying? I would just be like, wait, what? That's, what? That's That's where the incel would come out, bro. I'd be like, yeah, you got... That's where I'd be like, murder slut from across the fucking club, dude. (laughs) Well, fuck you, murder slut! <laughs> That'd be the only time where I think that kind of shit might be acceptable, dude. Or fucking but fuck whatever!
0: <coughs> fuck you then! Yeah. I think normally I let the guest pick the episode title at the end. I think fuck you, murder slut is. Oh
1: god. Well, hopefully they understand the context it's pretty good though fuck you murder murder slut slut. isn't isn't the worst thing that's been said no it's not
0: how so how did you like so how did you start in comedy because you technically started as a musician
1: oh well i wouldn't call myself that but i did start my stage career is that what you mean yes i started playing i was a tambourine player if you want to call that a musician
0: <laughs> was but, that when you had like the weird like yeah know, 60, <laughs> <the vibe>. 1960s <laughs> <She's> fucking <there. laughs> or the uh <laughs> anna winter
1: the editor of vogue haircut uh i mean it's i've been called all kinds of shit for that but i was trying to rip off brian jones who founded the rolling stones he had this beautiful bob and I knew, because I had a bowl cut in hair, or a bowl cut in middle school, I knew I could grow my hair out just like that, that it would grow out just like that. So anyway, I played tambourine with very, very elite, capable musicians. So I had to look something to hang up there. Anyway. I've never
0: seen like somebody with actual hair look like they're wearing a wig. I know. More than... Oh man, it was great. And, and like,
1: when you see someone like that, you expect, like, some sort of androgynous, you know, air about them. Like, he's asexual or something. But I'd walk in there. I'd walk into places, you know, like Kona Grill. I went there a lot (laughs) with that haircut because of their happy hour. And people would just be like, when they hear you talk all... Normal, I guess, if you want to call it that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I consciously turn up my straightness just to fuck with people. Be <laughs> like, I oh, thought I was gonna be something else, didn't you? You know,
0: but, give me yeah. all your fucking PBRs. Yeah, exactly. Right,
1: right. Um, but I started in comedy. Uh Merritt Lemons kind of was the one who, like, I guess pushed me on stage because um. I used to work at Strange Music, and our social media department was uh were we were pretty funny people. Mm. And she used to follow us on Instagram, and we posted a lot of videos of us acting like a fucking a fool in the <coughs> in the office, you know. And she was just like, you know, you, I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I've been funny my whole life. <laughs> so, all right, I've been funny my entire life, so. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Merritt would see us, our shenanigans, and she'd be like, You should try stand up. And then what really pushed me was when my coworker came in the office and was like, Dude, I did an open mic the other day. I was like, Open mic? What are you talking about? I did stand up. I did stand up. And dude, I, I, like, I didn't bomb and then he said that and in my head I was like dude you know if you didn't bomb if you could do that I could fucking do that no problem so like out of ego and arrogance (laughs) I was like I'll show this motherfucker who doesn't bomb and uh so Merritt put me on my first show my first stand-up was a show I didn't do an open mic
0: what was the show
1: it was at the Roxy on Metcalf in Overland Park. It was a, I mean, it's kind of a shithole. And, um. Shout out the
0: Roxy. And yeah. shout out Merritt Lemons as well. No, yeah,
1: Merritt's uh, Merit's great. And I honestly, if it wasn't for her and my friend Brent coming in the office talking that shit, I wouldn't be doing, you know, my life would be much better uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for them. But, uh. So, yeah, and, and Merritt was like, well, you should probably do a couple mics before you do the show. And in my head, I was like, no, I want to save it all for the show. Like, I didn't know what I was saying, but I had a an idea that it would be more dramatic and just put it all on the line for the show, baby. I didn't even want to practice, you know what I mean? <laughs> So looking back, that's fucking
0: insane. That's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. That's like skipping every day of practice and say I'm gonna go play a. Dude, I'm gonna play. NFL. I'm gonna
1: play lights out come game time, but fuck <laughs> practice this week. So, yeah, man, that's how I got started. And then when I started stand up, I told myself I would give myself. Uh, I gave myself a six month time limit to see how I felt at the end of it. I said, I'll try this in earnest for six months. Mm -hmm. And I think I would recommend that to anyone who, who wants to try stand up, give yourself like a period of time where you swear, I will consistently try like, you know, no matter Mm -hmm. how it goes, I'm going to show up for this amount of time and then see how I feel at the end of it. And then,
0: Yeah. But at the end of the six months, if you haven't done anything, uh, if you're not headlining the Midland at least, then stop coming out.
1: I just mean, you gotta, are you getting better? Like, dude, or something. I don't know. I was, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I was giving, you know, it's like, it's like telling someone, like, for this amount of time, put in effort. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No matter what, no matter how it goes, and then evaluate at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And so that stopped me from like during those six months just being like, man, I shouldn't do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No matter how badly the mics went, which they went terribly the first (laughs) month, took me one month of of nonstop, awkward, complete audience destruction uh, and awkwardness before I like had a good set.
0: What was the difference between you starting and what you are now? Because there's no way what you are now on stage was what started.
1: It's a lot of the same, I think. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, what the difference is just what you learn along the way. When you go into stand up, dude, you like there's so many wrong or bad ideas because you watch pros do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You'll see a Jesselnek special or something and be like, "Let me try that." You know he has, what I mean? a, he has a lot of babies. Right. And he like fucking, you know, he'll like dog on tragedies, which is fine. He does it so skillfully that he gets away with it, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that's his like brand or mm-hmm. whatever. Or you'll see like edgelords and stuff and you'll be like, that's comedy. So I went up there and did a lot of stuff that I would never do. Because audiences were like, "You're just an asshole, this isn't funny at all, you know what I mean, like you just have more i don't know I'm just more polished and comfortable. I wish there was a profound difference, but I can't really think of one you know there was I still do a lot of the same things I did when I started i'll 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 go into rants and you know what I mean I think it's just a comfort level
0: you're very good at knowing." when to start a rant. Oh, Because it's not, because when you're on stage, it's, (laughs) it's, (laughs) I would describe you as like, a tornado forming. Oh, okay. Half the time. Sure. Because like, you'll get on there and it's almost like, not uncomfortable, but it's very much like, "Hey,, yeah. Harry, but w- right. what's will like well, and then you'll be like, you, fuck! You, fuck! yeah <laughs> dude,
1: you saw <laughs> see that set you saw last night was that was a a return to form for me. I haven't done a set like that in a long time you haven't and a long that? at a show i was a I was so exhausted and so just not." I didn't want to come back to Kansas City and perform for all these people who've heard all my regular jokes with the same stuff. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I will say most of the time, especially at shows in Denver and stuff like that, and on a show where it's like Mm -hmm. you have to be held accountable. I'm better, I'm a lot tighter than I used to be. But I get
0: what you're saying. How is Denver out there? Like in terms of like a comedy scene, how are you doing out there? How are you doing in general?
1: Well, I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good. I uh, There's a lot of people, I mean, from what I understand, from at least what I gather, people know I'm pretty funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I don't do as well as I should about uh, getting out there and meet, forming... Dude, meet, making friends in the Kansas City comedy scene, I didn't know... How easy you don't know how easy it is to make friends here until you go to Denver. It's a little more people are not everyone, but there's, you know, some of the I guess the cool kids. Even though I don't think, you know, I'm just saying their <clears throat> place in the hierarchy. Um. Uh, it's just a little more clicky, and you know, it's 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 like that feeling you from back in the day of like the cafeteria and the Mm. lunchroom in high school and like who
0: sits at what table and
1: you know what I mean? And you're
0: just trying not to be the kid that's like, am I, am I at the anime and tail table? Like right now? But even
1: though I, you know, in high school for me, I'd sat, (laughs) I'd sit at
0: whatever table and you know what I mean?
1: And I wasn't never standoffish to anyone and, and that's how I am now. So I think when you're at that kind of connections, those kind of connections take a little longer to form than people who are, like, expert schmoozers and stuff like that. That's not really my thing. It's like, (laughs) if I like you and I feel that energy, like, we'll get along right away. Mm -hmm. But if I don't, and if we don't, man, I'm not gonna fucking... You know what I mean? Not gonna fucking fuck? I'm not gonna fuck. (laughs) I'm not gonna kiss... I don't really kiss ass. I'm not disrespectful, but, man, like... Man, I have <laughs> bro. Bro, I've seen some shit out there
0: where it's just like, dude, like, please tell me, what is the worst it was the worst perspective of ass kissing that you have seen in Denver? Dude. Man, it's really hard to talk about without
1: thinking I'm putting, you know, I don't, you don't have to, to say names. I know, but even if I say <laughs> Let me just say this. Um after I advanced to the semifinals in um, the last uh, Comedy Works, New Talent, New or new Faces contest, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers didn't really, like, know who I was that much.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like An, at, at an actual club. New Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: At the club. I mean, they just, they seen me do one set, and I did all right, but I did, I had a drop-in spot. I was so new, I couldn't mm-hmm. even get a regular... Uh, shot mm-hmm. at the contest and so someone dropped out I just went on a whim hoping someone would drop out mm-hmm. and I took a fucking drop in spot and I fucking <laughs> murdered that shit mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I did and uh, I fucking did so anyway but I will just say you know <clears throat> after something like that happens and you get a little bit of clout like people that weren't as attentive to you before, mm-hmm. so, you know, suddenly it's a little different. They talk to you a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a friend request that you had pending for fucking <laughs> six months all of a sudden gets confirmed and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, really? I was cool and funny the whole time, bro. Just because I did okay at this contest, man. Now I'm worthy of your attention? Like... That kind of shit bothers me, but I get it, but it's not my, I don't know, man. I'm too fucking Midwest for my own good, man, because here, dude, here, we're too small to be clicky.
0: At least, maybe it's changed since I left, but. No, it's, I don't think it's clicky, but I do think that people have their, like, People, groups. people, yeah, they do. You know what I mean? But man, but I feel like I'm kind of spoiled because, again, I can hop around from group to group. And I've always hopped around, yeah. and I and I feel you on the the not the I wouldn't describe pettiness, but just the oh now I'm like here to stay. Oh, right now it's okay. Because, Is it okay? Yeah, because I for the longest time I felt that here. But then I realized, oh, I just wasn't funny. Oh, yeah, Lynn, sure. (laughs) Uh, But,
1: dude, even when you were green, you know what I mean? Um, Dude, you know how many fucking green comics? People who are just atrocious. I saw this in KC a lot. They're still hanging with everybody else, bro. I saw that many a times. Even though in the back of my head, I'm like, yo, I, I don't want to name names, so I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here, you know what I mean? But <laughs> like, you don't, man, you don't, so I don't know, but... When did you start? Like, what was the year you started? That was about six years ago. I've, I've been doing it for six years now. So.
0: Dude, that's so wild, because, like, everyone I've talked to that, like, I view as, like, super, super funny, and, like, even more experienced than me... We all kind of started around the same time, which is wild to oh, yeah. think about. Yep. I remember seeing you for the first time. You're going up there. It, it was uh
1: it was the um oh, I know what you're talking about. The the, the
0: All-Star Bar yeah, or whatever the yeah, fuck it was, it was called. It was some fucking comedy competition. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where like and, a judge left during one of the comic sets. To, oh, that's to amazing. Miss. But dude, I loved it <laughs> because And I
1: also remember, I was like, this fucking guy. Like, I was just such a fuckface back in the day in my head when I'd watch people. I had no empathy. You know what I mean? I was just like... And, um... But you did a set to these, you know, northern Kansas City people who probably loved football. And you were just telling them all how gay football is, (laughs) dude. Didn't exactly like, you know, Hell yeah. <laughs> but I think that was your, you know, your, your bit that you had
0: worked out and you knew all the turns and everything. I did Cause I just genuinely didn't know. And then afterwards I remember, I think I came up to you and asked you for advice. Oh word. And, but That's I, funny. and I remember, I remember I would go up like, because I just kept coming out. I kept going up to people asking Sorry. them for advice not knowing that we all just kind of started. I thought everyone was just no, here. No, yeah, we're all, dude, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh,
1: just uh, keep going, man. <laughs> yeah, that's all I would probably be able to tell anybody. Um, so, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like now I'm just starting to hit a new kind of level of comfort and... So I know what you saw last night is actually pretty typical of what you're used to seeing from me doing open mics in Kansas City. It's like mm-hmm. a little loose and off the rails and shit. but It, like, was, it was a lot more than a little loose. Yeah, it was very loose.
0: It was very loose. Everyone had just had edibles.
1: Oh, yeah. Dude, I had a great time, though. <laughs> I had a great time. And uh, there was, it was very unstructured. It's, I don't do that for shows at all but uh I've done them for a few and I kind of looked at it as like you know let's have some fun man you know what I mean like and and plus the audience it just I knew I had to connect with these people more than I had to go up there and activate the joke robot you mm-hmm. know automate joke you know what I'm saying to, all right now joke number 2 or whatever the fuck um but I feel like now i've finally hit a level where i'm usually decently confident mm-hmm. that it's probably gonna go okay it's not gonna be terrible yeah um not with new stuff but just in general you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if i do a show i haven't like bombed, bomb bombed like bombed in a while you know what i mean to be fair, also, I'm running a lot of my old jokes into the fucking ground, and I need new stuff. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I'm get, getting way more comfortable riffing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's just, it feels a little, this is a little bit of mastery. I wouldn't call it that, but just, I, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, little bit. Like, I know how to, it's like. The difference between when you play basketball for the first time in six years, Mm -hmm. and you suck completely, and when someone passes it to you on a fast break, you drop the shit, to when you play consistently for, like, two months and shit, because I've
0: actually gone through that. I love... You know what I'm saying? The rhythm of the game is, like, slowing down for me. I love two, like, mediocre height white guys breaking down basketball. Dude, let me tell you something. <laughs> Anyone
1: out there, I'll fucking... I'll challenge you. Ooh, he, the put the, he put the cap back on, mm. and it's... But I remember, man, I used to play at the Y. I used to live down the street from one pretty consistently. And
0: fucking I... course you did. Yeah.
1: What? Well, <laughs> in Quality Hill. The Quality Hill YMCA. I lived downtown, and I got a membership to the Y, and the fir- you know, and after like two or three months... Of shooting and and hooping every like all the time, you know I could be depended on mm-hmm. for certain, you know certain things. I would even
0: shoot threes, bro. Crazy shit. Like for me, <laughs> I made Colby and Alec Bachman retire from basketball because I was like the Ray Lewis of the basketball court. Essentially, oh,
1: that's <laughs> fucked. so you
0: just caught you what uh just. I'm catch all catch the el- ball, catch and shoot. I'm all elbows. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I, not intentionally. I ma- Alec like switched, but bo- switched Talk which- about when you rebound and when you pivot and no, like just trying to like steal the ball and like, dude, dude. Alec switched the ball from one hand to another, but I thought it was still in his other hand, and I like tried to reach in and grab it, I actually hit him in the dick. You dirty piece of <laughs> shit. All
1: right, we'll move off of this. I'm just saying the game... I This is what I'm trying to say. The game has slowed down a little bit for me. The game has slowed down a bit. The game of comedy, not the game of basketball. No, not bad. I haven't played basketball in like fucking eight years or something. But with comedy, yeah, it's slowed down a bit. So it's fun. Now, once you, you know, once you have a decent grasp of you know this little circle mm-hmm. then you can expand it you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I think I want to do now is expand what I talk about and expand just
0: what I'm able to do so mm-hmm. anyway what oh now sorry I always forget if I put the chain on the door for Sierra because sometimes she'll like so i I've had a couple of times where I've fallen asleep with the chain on the door and she's like locked, locked down. Uh,
1: yeah. She's, uh, you're lucky anyway. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, no,
0: that's fair. Uh, right. dude, you need, I'm mad you didn't come to, uh, the party last night. No, I didn't. I have my, my
1: girlfriend, I hadn't seen her in like two or three
0: months. So, sure brought her. It was a lot of fun.
1: I, you know, I heard it was, and I saw the group text, and I was like, ah, oh, they're having fun. And she didn't like that at all. Like, <laughs> she's like, well, do you want to go? And I'm like, honey, no, it's it's fine. It's, ah, it's, she pulled it's, the all, oh, you
0: can go. What, yeah, I was like, no, honey, I'm just, I'm
1: fucking five drinks deep in thinking out loud, but it's not... You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm glad y'all had fun. I wish I could have gone, but was not. The... I'm glad I spent the night with you, honey. <laughs> we watched Serpico together. I'm really
0: happy. Serpico. <laughs> yeah. That was the best barbecue I've had in a very long time. All right, well, just keep rubbing it in, I dude. I don't will, know dude. what the fuck you want <laughs> from me. So you did start with music, essentially.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: How'd you get the strange music job? I just kind of fell and fell in my lap. You're very fall upwards, but then like fell yeah. out of it kind of person. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't deny that at all. <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, I'm a, definitely a uh, very fortunate, mm-hmm. you know. So there's a, there's a trick to that though, you know. <laughs> there's a trick.
0: What? what so. Do you consider yourself a musician that does comedy or or a comedian that does music?
1: Comic that, yeah. Comic that does music. Consider myself, well, if I really want to be honest, I'm an artist. Um, I will smother you with a pillow. I am an artist. That's what I consider myself, first and foremost. I am an autistic. Mm -hmm. Uh... (laughs) I mean, dude, I was doing, I played music. I mean, I was a very excellent piano player when I was in elementary school. Played every day, mm. and um, and I've just always yeah. I just like to create, but I think more than anything, I really. Dude, here's the thing: if I could sing, I wouldn't do comedy. So there's that. <laughs> Honestly, my singing voice is fucked up. The texture of my voice is annoying and terrible. So, uh, but when I first did comedy. My first show went kind of well, and that's when I got bit by the bug, because I'm like, dude, you get way more attention this way than playing tambourine. I get, I get all the credit. I get all the credit. And plus, stand-up has this, like, this... Stand-up is, like, the
0: one thing, no matter what kind of art you do, it's, like... You can be annoying and have a shit voice and still be pretty okay.
1: Well, I'm just saying, and it's also the one thing, it has this kind of allure to it. Not allure, but repellent more, actually. It's the one thing that every artist on the fucking, on the gamut says, I would never do. I could never do that. You know what I'm saying? I could, dude, I would. I heard William H. Macy. What a fucking (laughs) legendary, (laughs) legendary genius genius of a human being Have you ever seen fargo you've seen fargo wild hogs well sure (laughs) but he's a he's a fucking brilliant actor that guy said you'd have to put a gun to my head i wouldn't do it i could never do it so being able to do that is cool it's it's in the it's in the mind it's in it's it's got its own little sliver you know Mm -hmm. in the in the range of creative endeavors and it's it's it seems to be the one that scares the most people, I think.
0: Yeah, it is very much. It, yeah, I get more of like when I tell people I do this, it is very much of oh, I could never do that. It, I know. Instead of it which feels very I do kind of like that. I like that part of it. It feels like <laughs> it feels like the you have a good personality kind of compliment it's, it is. I mean, sort of. <laughs> it's like you know, they never,
1: they never add the part at the end. They never, they say, "I could never do that," and then, then they leave out the "nor would I ever," you know, and <laughs> I would
0: never do that. You know what I'm saying? It does have a very big "oh, you're so brave" kind of. Oh, right, <laughs> right, right, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. So, what would you say is? Like how would how would you describe your style? Because I described it as like a tornado forming on stage. Oh well, I don't know. I,
1: I, you know, my favorite guys are usually pretty conversational. That's the, uh, like uh, Patrice and Chappelle and Burr, and I just try to. They have pretty conversational mm-hmm. styles me at least new chapelle i've actually never watched old chapelle no not really he <laughs> i love new chapelle though um you know no i don't agree with everything he says but mm-hmm. i mean his he's just like his mastery up there is and he can be very profound but um mm-hmm. uh But, yeah, man, I I don't know. I'm just... it's. I mean, if I were to describe it, it would just be like, man has opinions. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's just like, frustrated man has opinions.
0: (laughs) Frustrated man?
1: Frustrated, entitled man has opinions, you know? But what I like about burr especially is like you you listen to him talk he it seems that he really really tries to consider is that the new title yes uh, I'm, just,
0: I'm listening but i'm also writing it down because anyway if i try funny.
1: to make a point i try to be thoughtful about it it's gonna come across as stupid but i try to be thoughtful and i try to be fair mm-hmm if, if I'm presenting an issue, I'm not always fair. Like I, ne- I was never fair towards people that voted for Trump and murder sluts. Yeah, murder sluts. You know, <laughs> um, but you know, that's it. It's just yeah, frustrated man has, has opinions. opinions. <laughs> yeah, that frustrated
0: is, entitled man has opinions.
1: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that that's that's fair. I'll, I'll 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 go with that.
0: What would you say was the best? show you ever did and what would you say is the worst show you've ever had? Oh man. Or ever just like experience doing comedy. I say show because a lot of the worst experiences are open mics and those feel like they don't count.
1: Uh I can't I can't really tell I mean, you know what? The best might be the uh the December show I did at the Rhino before COVID and it was a packed house And a lot of people that, a lot of friends that saw me when I started and Mm -hmm. hadn't seen me in a while, like, saw that. And Mm -hmm. it was, it was, you know, it was like, there's a little tornado in there, but it was very controlled. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I felt like I was conducting the orchestra Mm -hmm. very well that night. And that... And and then I went out and got incredibly fucked up after that. I mean, like, so fucked up that you wake up still drunk. Like, that, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're, like, still, like, you know, the next day. Uh so that was a great night, man, because there had been people who saw me, Where, dude, I had a, God, I had a friend who was like, you know, Jeff, I don't know, I can't believe you said this, because he's an idiot, but he would try and tell me, like, dude, I don't know if, like, stand-up's your thing, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you, you know, you do other things better, that's you, you know, Mm -hmm. doing uh, you know, that's, he would be like, dude, that song you played for me where you talk about sucking off a dog, like that, that's, that's you, man. Like that's what you do better than everyone else. Uh, sucking off a dog. yeah, I have this, uh, there's an app where no matter how you talk, it, it, it turns it into a rhythmic rap. Yeah. Yeah. And I just made this song on it, this, this app. And anyway, so that was my favorite show because after that he was like, okay, like it was a, uh, everyone who always was like, mm-hmm. a few people who were just like, man, is you know I don't know, how good is he and all this shit. Like mm-hmm. after that, I mean, you know, you kill a packed room, it's undeniable. So that was a that was a really good time. Um, the worst show, I think was when i was hosting at the improv and i was like pretty decent at that time you know i wasn't mm-hmm. i was like 3 or 4 years in i wasn't the worst like mm-hmm. it was okay um but it was like free ticket night mm-hmm. man and um this crowd just i didn't impress them and i i it, it, they smelled that i was weak sauce that <laughs> night immediately <laughs> right mm. and i'm trying to like warm them up and to be fair i probably wasn't the best host at that point either yeah so i didn't like interact with them very much i just went up and did tried to do jokes they were not feeling these jokes uh it wasn't going well mm. but it was fine i was trying to plow through it and uh there was a table that were pretty you know within the front section yeah. at that back row in the front section talking Loudly, Mm. like they were in a loud restaurant, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like I did not even exist to these people. And it was, I couldn't ignore it anymore. I didn't know what to do, you know. (laughs) But I just said something. I was like, hey, man, in in case anyone's wondering if this loud table's part of my act, it's not. They're just being very (laughs) loud and obnoxious. And, uh, and, uh, this, this lady fucking turned on a dime and started screaming about how I wasn't even funny and that I can't even believe I came out to this show and this motherfucker's not even funny and fuck you and don't uh. you fucking talk to me this way. And how the fuck are you going to talk to me like that when you're not even funny? And uh, dude, security had to escort her out. During my set, bro, someone got escorted out and then uh her boyfriend was walking with her behind her yeah. and just and just turns to me and he's like we'll see what's up cuz and uh <laughs> and, then, and he like flashes, you know, a little like a sign or whatever. a little yeah, something yeah, it looked like a little seer, you know, but I, would, I did something with his hands that was fucking <laughs> Vaguely threatening to me, man. And I was like, you know, I'm like, man, you're calling me cuz. And you know what I mean? Mm. That's 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 crip lingo. You know what I mean? I don't know if he was a crip, but you know, it was fucking like
0: crips. Let us know in the comments. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's crip lingo. And he did, you know, what. Looked to be a gang sign. with He flashed a gang sign at me and said, we'll see what's up, cuz. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man. So not only did this lady get escorted out, she she fucking berated me, got escorted out, and then I'm fucking getting some gang shit thrown at me on the way out. And that, honestly, dude, that fucking was profoundly hurtful. Like, to me, <laughs> dude, that was prof I was like so- Like, and I carried on with the set, but, like, bro.
0: How do you carry on with that?
1: I just, I don't know. I was just kind of like, where was I? You know where you're so, (laughs) you're, like, and you're so. Oh, no. I don't know if you've ever been, like, dude, where you're so upset. You don't even know how upset you were until after the moment has passed. And then, I don't know, man. I was, like, I had to, like, keep it together for the show. And it wasn't until, like, the drive home where I was just, like. Dude, what the fuck, man? Like, I've never had anything go that far off the rails before. And um, that shit, man, like, it's still... That would eat at me now. That that was a wound, bro. That was a wound. And uh, it's fine. And, Keith, if you're out there, I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, man... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, man, free, free ticket night at the Improv, dude. Like, you got to come correct, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I, and I did not, and I just, man, they that yes. that table ate me alive, bro. And and yeah, that shit was. But the headliner was. Nice I don't remember him, but I, I you know, he was mm-hmm. a nice guy and he was nice enough to be like, Yeah, dude, you know, it's I'm no, dude. I've been there, I've seen that shit. Just go up there and be like, Me and the lady had a talker. He like gave me an opener for yeah. the next time I you know I think I went up there, I was like, I know some of y'all are wondering how I'm doing, you know. <laughs> and he gave that to me and it fucking it it, it killed, you know, so at least the It is cool when you, when you, cause you do badly in front of headliners, in front of guys who get paid to do this. Mm -hmm. And I've been fortunate enough to have that happen a few times where, um, the, I think he gave me credit. He was like, you didn't back down, man. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, thanks. You know, I guess that makes it easier to digest. But yeah.
0: So anyway, you at least get the respect of it.
1: And I did a show at fucking all-star the one across from oceans of fun or whatever. Yeah, dude. Dude flashed me his penis while I was on stage. I'm not going to go into the deets, but yeah, I've, been, I've had a dick flashed at me while I was doing stand-up. That was fucked up.
0: We've all had at least one dick flashed at us. Really?
1: Because I haven't fucking had anyone <laughs> say this
0: shit, man. But anyway. Not on stage, just like...
1: Oh, well, yeah, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. dude. Women are not the only ones who get unsolicited dick pics. It's just that when guys send them to us, they're other dicks. Like they're other <laughs> <laughs> they're, other, they're uh, other It's not their dick. It's always a link. It's it's a it's
0: uh, I that big black dick. Yeah, there's
1: some. It's like it's a link that says, dude, I can't believe this. And you click on it, and it's just a fucking it's someone's dick. And you're like, ha Cool, man. Oh, my God. Yep.
0: All right. We're getting we're getting to my favorite part of the episode. Okay. Which is the one that frustrates the most amount of people. But I always ask someone, to co- whenever someone comes on the show, to bring a topic that they feel like doesn't get discussed about enough. Mm-hmm. What is something that you believe doesn't get talked about enough and that you want to bring up on this show?
1: Okay. Well,
0: I was going to be a dick
1: about it and say <laughs> that, Podcasts are stupid, and they're a waste of time, and too many comics have podcasts. But here, before I say that, (laughs) before I say that, I do want to give you, because the reason I was going to say that, that motherfucker, there need to be less podcasts, okay? The reason I was going to say that, you have defied every reason. You have a notebook, you have questions, you had a plan. Okay, you have to understand for me, this is the minority in my experience of being on a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers, I don't know if this is talked about enough. It probably is, but I'm just I think there's too many podcasts. I think if 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 you're not willing dude, here's what I'll say. It's not enough to have a personality and to turn on record and just hope for the best. And and to be like, hey, we're we got charisma or whatever the fuck. And um and yeah, I was gonna bring that up. I think the Rolling Stones rhythm section doesn't get talked about enough. Okay? <laughs> Why <Wow. laughs> so we're moving off from that. Because I can tell you're not very captivated. No, okay?
0: I I agree with you fullheartedly that there are too many podcasts and that I'm uh adding to the the true pandemic of podcasts. That's pretty good.
1: I will say though, Lynn, like this is quality <clears throat> stuff. We've had a good flow. You came prepared. You have questions. You actually give a shit. You're not Dude, I don't I have people that you, I, I think want to you talk to realize them. that you and me are not we don't have enough clout. We're not famous enough. We might not even be interesting enough for people to wanna to listen to. So what do you have to do in that case? You have to be prepared to give people a decent product, man. I you understand that. A lot of people do not understand that, dude. It's like, bro, I am a fucking like I just graduated from Open Micer or something like that. <laughs> Me, Jeff Nelson. Like I'm 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 barely scratching solid feature. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 on its door, <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm right there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh like, dude, no one gives a fuck what I have to say, and that's fine. But like, dude, all of you motherfuckers out there who have you you you, you don't waste your guest time, don't waste your audience's time by not coming correct. What you have to make up for. Because of the lack of clout for your guests, you have to make up for it with structure and preparation. And you actually did that, Lynn. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna commend you for it. Alright? Thank right? you. I expected way less of you. Okay. <laughs> I expected way less. No, I actually you actually I think I've been another situ I don't know what situation, but you're uh, surprisingly not a fuckface. So, uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I try to come a little bit prepared. Like, I've got, like, people that I want to ask to be on this, but I want to, like, make sure that it's, like, right.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I don't you... want,
0: I don't, like, I don't want the Susannas to come into this and it's just me with a notebook and a phone and be like, how'd you get started in comedy? Like, I mean, you know, notebooks and phones are alright. Yeah.
1: I mean, dude, I'd rather have a notebook. My my host have a notebook than no notebook. Yeah. Seriously. Um, unless you're just that good, you know, but not a lot of people are. It takes a while to get there, and um, you know, that's kind of like the way you're doing the interview. That's kind of how I like to do comedy. There's a plan. There's room for it to go elsewhere, mm-hmm. but there's a it plan. Is, you're yeah. It is. Uh... Last night, I'm gonna <clears throat> clarify it. There wasn't much of a plan. <laughs> All right? There kind of was, but not you know. I kind of treated it like an open mic a little bit. Uh, no disrespect did. to Aaron, but dude, my favorite thing It just had that vibe.
0: Was <laughs> No, uh oh, shout out Aaron Naylor. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago. Ah, uh, and he runs 98,000 shows across Kansas. There you go. Yep. Uh there was a dude that came up to him and said and asked where the open mic sign up list was.
1: What last night?
0: Yeah, well he asked him something to that effect. He was just like, "Is this the open mic?" and Naylor was like, "Uh no, no." <laughs> and then he like walked away and I guess he thought about it and he came back and he was like, "When is the open mic?" Uh-huh. <laughs> I
1: mean, last night just had that vibe. That I honestly haven't had that much fun,
0: um, just living in a long time. Oh, dude. dude! Last dude last night was like the first night that I was in like probably a year and a half that I was like, okay, things are things are coming back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we're a little bit wiser yeah. than than we left it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, that's what I'm hoping. I don't want to derail, but. You should have learned something from the pandemic, Aud- you know, audience, person, whoever's listening. Can't.
0: We have a decent listening.
1: That's fine. I'm just it's saying. All comics. I'm sure you do. I'm not, I'm just saying, whoever you are, not you, I'm just saying you, the single person out of the 10 or 20 <laughs> or whatever. 20, there we go. 30. Mm, That's I, great. I, That's actually, great, Lynn. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying... I'm trying to talk directly to you. I hope you learned something since the pandemic. We can't just fucking resume life being as stupid as we were before, is all I'm saying. There's going to be global threats that we need to mitigate. More white guys with with,
0: podcasts.
1: With conscious behavior and, and attitude adjustments that I hope people fucking internalize during the pandemic. But yes... The things that humans are social creatures and like the, it was the first time me as well. I felt like an unfrightened socializing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't anything in the back of my head that was like, am I going to die from tonight? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Because, yeah. So anyway. We are getting to the end of it. That's fine. Lynn. Now uh, a couple more questions before you leave. Okay. Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a great time. Are we friends? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why? <What? laughs> yes. Why would you need to ask me that? You already. I, I've had people that I don't really know on the show, like Katie Camlin and uh, and Ra- and Riley and Riley Booth. That I've just met them for the first time on the show.
1: I fucking took time out of my night once to write with you at McCoy's, Lynn.
0: Yeah, I hey. want to do that, and I give you a lot of credit because I. I think probably you and Steven were probably, like, the first, like, couple of people in, like, our friend group that were like, okay, Lynn's fine. And yeah. then, like, adopted me. and, and I've been- I
1: get how it feels, man. I'm going through it. You know, you always go through it. You go to a new scene. It is what it is.
0: Mm. Yes. And, and last question, uh, I ask everyone before they leave. Who do you know that you would listen to on this podcast? Who would you recommend to come on here?
1: recommend
0: yes for you yeah well, not just for me like just to just listen to like if they if they were like hey i'm on this podcast you'd be like oh shit i kind of want to hear them talk like man, you i'm know.
1: not you know it's, it's a bad question because i'm not really interested <laughs> in people that much um you know and other people i'm very <laughs> self-centered um man uh spencer is definitely one person i i want to know what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? And I know I'm, these are like my two, you know, good friends of mine. So it's kind of a cop out. But I actually do think, you know, Tricky is much of a, you know, terrible person he is. He's, uh, he's very uh, perceptive and intelligent. So I'd like to, man, Spencer's going to be so mad if he hears this.
0: Oh, he will. Good. I know he listens.
1: He's gonna be like, you want me on there because I'm crazy and you want Ryan on there because he's intelligent? Fuck (laughs) you, Jeff. I'm gonna get that shit. Spencer's also very intelligent. uh, Spencer
0: is also very intelligent. He is
1: very intelligent, but he's like, I, uh... He's like, sometimes he's like, he's like Cyclops without his glasses on. You know, he's just like, ah!
0: Oh. He's just, uh, the beam is going
1: everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, I can't control it! Fuck! You just, ah, it's the just... best way to describe
0: it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Spencer and Ryan, uh, you've heard your call out come on the show whenever. Um, Jeff... First and foremost, thank you for coming on. Thank
1: you for having me. I had a great time.
0: Uh, I know that you were only here for a couple of days, so I do appreciate you taking time out of like sp- spending it with other people, sure. not, not nearly as important as me. Uh but to come on the show, which is fair. Absolutely. Uh I appreciate you as a friend. I can always say that every time I've seen you, uh I laugh harder than I probably should. Thank you. Because nice. I truly love your frustration on stage. Oh
1: well, thank you, man. I appreciate
0: that. Uh I have and thank you all for listening. Uh again, hit like, subscribe, uh roast me in the comments below, and uh I will have an episode where we read them on the show. I want to make sure we get all the roasts. Uh very piled good. up is the correct Very way Very good. Uh, but yes. I have been Lynn Abertel.
1: I am Jeff Nelson. Uh,
0: and uh, thank you for listening. I know you have a lot of options. Uh, Bye. Bye.